Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Prairie Dumpster, the podcast hosted by me, Tyler Penner. And if you're just tuning in today, if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, hey, lucky you, you lucky asshole. You stumbled onto the right podcast because you're listening to the 518th thousandth best podcast in the goddamned world. So, yeah, okay, there's a million podcasts to choose from. But, I mean, don't you want to listen to the 518th best, thousandth best podcast in the world? The answer is yes. The answer is yes, my friend. Um, now, today you're going to hear some traffic noise. Listen to that. It's rush hour out there. And I'm not going to close my window. We are not using a studio here. I am in my one-bedroom apartment that in this uh, Winnipeg summer heat, this real thick heat that we've been having, I've had to leave my apartment windows open. Not because I want to, but because of survival's sakes. I have been nothing but a puddle of goo for three days. I have an air conditioner sitting right there. I refuse to use it. You understand? Modern technology has taken over our lives. I'm not doing that. So instead, I, I bought myself a, a fan, which is less modern technology. You know, that's still classic. Uh, and um, and, and it, I can't have that on for the podcast. So I'm just laying in bed. Buck naked. 100% erect on my mattress uh, stomach down right I'm laying on my stomach and uh, like the previous episodes um, that you may or may not have tuned into I am just grinding my crotch into the mattress I'm very aroused right now so thanks for tuning in to the podcast quick update on the patreon front the patreon front has been um collapsing it's been bad i haven't done a pod a patreon episode in a couple of weeks so literally and i've only got two patreon patrons that actually um you know looked into their hearts and realized that you know what i'm a star i'm a star i made of stardust and i shine like a star i shine bright um, and and those people chose to invest in me they chose to get in on the ground floor of the empire that I'm going to build, a totalitarian empire, mind you. Um, so those two patrons who did subscribe to me, uh, they will be completely spared in the first round, the first wave of horrific executions that I'll enforce once I'm in control. But uh, they will be um, subject to screening on the second round. I mean, that at that point, everyone everyone's gonna go through the process at that point. But I haven't given them an episode in a couple of weeks, and I do apologize for that. We are gonna get that back on track this week. I promise you that one hundred percent that is gonna happen. We are going to fucking fuck some shit up on the goddamn Patreon. I am going to spill some deep secrets. I am going to name names. Someone will be canceled. Spoiler alert. It is me. Okay. 
So subscribe to the goddamn Patreon. It's pretty good, even though I just talked shit about it for the last minute. Um, but uh, I'm telling you, the Patreon is about to go ape shit. Because um, last week I introduced a new segment on this podcast, Prairie Dumpster Podcast. And that was going to be a segment where I discuss uh, my adult uh, erotic literature uh, story that I'm going to write. In case you're just tuning in now, I've been I, I I cut lawns for a living for the beautiful city of Winnipeg, and while I'm on the mower, uh, I dive headfirst into my very depraved, often troubling at the very least unsettling sexual fantasies and I thought you know what these are so good so hot uh, so uh, hot that um, I'm going to uh, start to write a book it's going to be my uh, treasure island my Don Quixote my bible of sexual perversions my uh, sallow 180 days, my Marquis de Sade, and I'm going to put it all down on paper. And let me tell you, (laughs) oh boy, as often as I make you come, I will make you puke. That's how these fantasies are going to go. But we're not going to do that on here because you people are getting it for free. You think you're going to get my smut for free? You underestimate how fucking hot my smut is. I came up with another one today. It was incredible. Um... So that's what we're going to be doing on the Patreon. I'm going to start writing a book on the Patreon, and we're going to brainstorm ideas about how to make this extremely sexy, uh, but also um, quite frightening and troubling, unsettling, disturbing, but also sexy. Um, what else? A bit of housekeeping here. Um, no, I think that does it. I think that does it for the housekeeping. And continuing on in prairie dumpster fashion, uh, I have done zero preparatory work for this podcast. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I haven't been thinking of anything to talk about. I um, don't really feel like talking about anything. And um, for the most part... I have no urge or desire to do this podcast or to um, be entertaining in any sort of way. Um, Quite frankly, I've spoken to a couple of listeners that are fans of the podcast. I really have yet to meet one that I haven't instantly thought, wow, this person could die and I wouldn't care at all. Um, a couple of my friends are like, good job, good job. But at the same time, they could also die and I wouldn't mind. Um, because, you see, I'm a philosophy grad, so death doesn't scare me. Because I'm just that wise now. Um, anyways, let's get real here, folks. What are we talking about? I might as well just start off by um, describing my day. 
my weekend. And I got to tell you that eventually I'm going to have to, you know what, let's look at the news. <laughs> let's look at the news. Let's look at the news. I've got shit to talk about. I'm just joking about that. I'm not a complete asshole. This isn't this. I know you keep saying that this podcast is just a giant fucking waste of time, but I'm telling you that it's not. I'm telling you that it's not. Let's look at entertainment news because I haven't been following around. Um, uh, Prince Harry says vile press coverage led to depression in rare royal court testimony. Oh, yeah, you depressed, buddy? Actor Cuba Gooding Jr. settles civil sex abuse case. Oh, God. Cuba? This guy was radio. You tell me radio's going out raping people? That's not cool. I gotta tell you, radio's um, mugshot or radio's, you know, picture that they took of radio in court. He's, wow, he's looking happy. He's like, hee-hee. Oh, shit. The actor was accused of raping a woman in New York City Hotel a decade ago. Radio? You can't do that. All right? Aren't you supposed to be playing football? Huh? Isn't that what your whole movie was about? Um... Gooding... Gooding was, uh... He was having a time. He was having a time. But wasn't he good in Boys in the Hood, though? Damn. Radio was so good in that. Um, Let's take a look here. This is, this is on the end. This is the front. This is an article, line for line. Um, this is a direct quote uh, from Entertainment Weekly. Okay, this is the news story. Quote, Sex in the City turns 25, remembering Carrie's pal Skipper. I would love to see, um, I would love to see who greenlit that story and how many clicks that story has. Because you gotta be a lunatic. You gotta be crazy. Fuck this. Let's go to real news. The horoscope. What are we looking at? I'm a Libra. Oh my God, I'm such a Libra. Libra, you may be more mental than emotional in your outlook on life, but that doesn't mean you don't possess feelings. And you will certainly be more sensitive than usual over the next 24 hours. Don't let what other people say enrage you. Good. Okay. That does nothing fucking for me. Horoscopes are so annoying, man. They're so fucking annoying. And we've done the E channel on this show, and that gave us some valuable. But the horoscopes, they don't do anything. Truth be told, unless my horoscope says, hey, Tyler, quit fucking drinking so much, I, it's not going to be of use. Okay? Because that's what, that's what, that's the writing on the table. The writing on the wall, the scratches on the table, the, the paint on the wall, the writing on the floor, okay? That crayon, 
that's on the ceiling. It's all saying, I gotta tone down on the booze. I gotta relax on the old sauce. And, um, and I think I'm starting to come around on it. I think when I'm 37, I'm gonna do a year of sobriety. And I'm putting that on the podcast so that maybe someone, one of my four fucking listeners, will hold me accountable and be like, hey, Tyler, you said you were going to do a year of sobriety. Where is that? Because, just be told, uh, it's starting to become like it was with weed back in the day. The thing is, once you do a thing, once you do anything, you know, drugs, a certain type of drug, a type of booze, booze in general, sex, I assume, you know, murder, painting, you know, stamp collecting, uh, rioting. And animal abuse, animal rescue, rice cake manufacturing, sand eating, mud wrestling, stripping, patronizing, strip clubs. Was it patronizing? Patronizing. Anyways. Whatever it is you fucking do, eventually, if you do it long enough and you talk about it enough times, it becomes uh, intertwined with your identity. So now I've got this identity that I've built that I love drinking, which I do. I, I do. That's just a fact. I do love to drink. But now it's become almost an expectation of myself that when I go out, look out, everybody. We're getting fucking loaded. Holy fuck. Yeah, Tyler's here. He likes to throw them back. I go in a rumors comedy club. I don't even have to say anything. I got a Budweiser and a shot of Jameson in front of me. You understand? Because that's the reputation I've built for myself. I can't go to a party anymore. Oh, shit. Get the shots out. Tyler's here. Uh-oh. You know what that means. Tyler just got here. Hide that 2-6 of fucking Jack Daniels because Tyler's going to chug it. And then he's going to get in his car and he's going to say that he oh, he's just going to go down the street to pick up a 6 of Budweiser. But really what he's doing is he's doing 140 kilometers an hour down St. Mary's Avenue. And he's blowing past check stops just so he can get to Wendy's before it closes. Oh, fuck. And that's the identity I've built for myself. And I'm getting a little tired of it. One thing I really enjoy is drinking beers by the river. I like going and drinking beers by the river because it's a beautiful setting. It's nice and quiet, and you never know who you're going to meet. Could be the love of your life. Could be a meth head trying to sell you an old VCR. And I go, hey, meth head, that VCR doesn't have a power cable. And he goes, I can get you one. And then you're like, no, that's okay. I'm not interested. 
Then he goes, oh. And then he walks away. And in the distance, you hear a gunshot and you hear sirens. And then you look at the river and you realize that life is life is pretty good. Life is a pretty sweet fruit. But God damn it, you don't need the beers there for it. They're good. They loosen up. It's a great social lubricant. All right. It is the greatest social lubricant of in the world. Let's just let's just talk about alcohol for a second as a pro. Alcohol is the greatest drug out there. Bar none. Bar none. It is well, it's in a pretty close three-way race with nicotine and with uh, caffeine. Uh, and if you're saying, what about marijuana? Fuck off. It doesn't even come close to that. And I've spent a lot of time smoking marijuana. Marijuana is, no. As far as worldwide mainstream lasting impact, marijuana's up there. It's in the conversation. But alcohol, caffeine, nicotine, these are daily mainstream staples of the world. They keep the world going. Marijuana doesn't. Marijuana adds to the world, but it's not it's not uh, a necessity. It's like salt and pepper when you're cooking food, right? Except the meal that you're making is your life. All right? And alcohol is a bit of spice and al- and nicotine and caffeine are your salt and your pepper. All right? Caffeine's your salt. Everyone fucking uses caffeine. Nicotine is your pepper. Uh, we're going to, you know, needs a little zip. All right? Alcohol is the next thing. It's the, the spice, the fucking whatever it is. And that, I mean, make a fucking juicy, beautiful steak and don't salt it. All right? That's your fucking life. Oh, yeah, look at the steak I baked. Isn't my life great? Well, not really, because you're not getting caffeine and nicotine. And I don't know if that analogy works, and I don't really give a fuck. If you don't like it, you can blow me. All right? But alcohol is terrific. It's a great social lubricant. Everyone gets a little anxious when you're talking to new people. Any party you go to, it always sucks until you have a first that first that first shot of Jameson and then that next Budweiser. It just keeps the fucking whole show going. It can make good times great. It can make shitty times okay. Don't get me wrong, it can make good times terrible. It can make everything terrible. Depends on you. For me, Alcohol makes everything better. It really does. Because I like to conversate. I go out to the club or I go out to my friends or I go to a barbecue or something. Oh, hey, yeah, hey, how's it going? Ha ha, ho ho, ho ho, hey, hey. It's a little weird. A little tense, a little energy. Do these people still like me? What's going on here? Man, no, that was weird. I wonder what he meant by that. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, that was a weird look he gave me. Oh, maybe he was in his own head. Wait, I'm in my head. 
Oh, man. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Oh, maybe I will say that. Oh, you should have said that. You're so scared all the time. Why didn't you just say that? Oh, man. And then that voice keeps going, keeps going, and then you dump some booze on it, and then all you hear is, ah, fuck it, let's have some fun. Who gives a shit? Booze is like that. It's fantastic. Smooths out the edges. Gets rid of the rust. Gets rid of your own bullshit. Just a little sanding. You know what I mean? You get a piece of wood. You sand it down. It's nice and smooth. And now, now you got some wood. But at the same time, uh, enough's enough. Enough's enough for me. I've now it's part of my identity. And I've done this. And and no one thinks that it's part of my identity. It's not like other people are thinking this. I'm thinking this. Oh, I go there. I, I have to drink. Uh-oh. Doing comedy tonight. Gonna have to drink. Uh-oh. Gonna go to my parents' place. Gonna have to drink. Uh-oh. Going to work today. Uh, you know. Anyway. Uh-oh. You know. Going to take a shit. Gonna have to drink. Uh-oh. You know, going to Safeway, going to have to drink. Uh-oh. You know, going to Subway, going to have to drink. Uh-oh. Going to Pizza Heaven, going to have to drink. Uh-oh. I was just woke up, going to have to drink. Uh-oh. And so forth. And it used to be the same way with weed. I used to smoke weed, and, and um, I used to go to heavy metal concerts where I met some friends and stuff like that. And I smoked weed at this time. Yeah, man, I smoke weed. You smoke weed? Yeah, man. Give me that weed. I like weed. Ooh, weed. Ganja. Indica or sativa. What strain is this? Woohoo. Don't matter because it's ganja. Cannabis. THC. Woohoo. But the truth is, I didn't like it anymore. <laughs> I didn't like it. Because as soon as I took a hit of that joint, literally, I was like, oh. Wait, what'd you say? And they'd be like, I didn't say anything. And I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, I didn't say anything. And I'd be like, oh. And then I would make a beeline sprint to my car and I would get the fuck out of there wherever I was because I was so terrified. But I did it. Every time anyone offered me a joint, hey, would you like some marijuana? Yeah, of course I would. I do that. Not just being able to say no to the goddamn thing. But the reason I'm coming back on it, because I got a glimpse of what it is like without alcohol the other day. And it was Friday, and I got off work a long day, and the whole afternoon I was telling the guys, I was like, man, tonight we're going to have some fucking beers. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to crush a couple for sure. For sure. I'm fucking crushing a couple. I'm going to go down the river. going to crush a few. For sure. And, um, yeah, the truth is, uh, I got home and I was like, what's the point? What's the goddamn point? So I went on my bicycle and I picked up two BioSteel Rainbow Thirst Quenchers. 
It's the new Gatorade. The NHL players are drinking them, and I drank them. Holy shit, that stuff was good. And I was biking around this city, went to a Cinnaboyne Park, sober as a goddamn judge. Depending on the judge, a sober judge. And, um, and it was good. And it was good. It was a great time. And I had a good time without getting fucked up. Proving to myself that it can be done. Let's see what ChatGPT... I've been consulting ChatGPT for pretty much everything these days. Hey, ChatGPT, what causes acne? Hey, ChatGPT, um, you know, what uh, What can I make for dinner tonight? Hey, ChatGPT, um, I have some, like, latent anger issues uh, in regards to my dad and the way I was brought up. How do I resolve this without confronting him? Because I don't think confronting him with these issues would necessarily do anything. It wouldn't improve anything, and if anything, it would just create more drama, which is the exact fucking opposite of what I actually want to do. I don't want to have this big talk with him and air out the dirty laundry, but at the same time, I would like to resolve the anger issues I have with him on my own. How do I do this? ChatGPT is just firing off answers. Like a goddamn pro. Really. And I'm talking, like, helpful answers. Like, more helpful than any human. Because, just to be told, any human you look in the eyes, you're like, ah, just fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. But with ChatGPT, it, it, it does, it's a goddamn computer. It knows what it's talking about. And when it doesn't, it says it. I'm like, hey, what's better, this or this? It's like, well, I really don't have an opinion. I'm an AI model. It's fantastic. So let's ask him this. Um... Hey, chat. Hey, chatbot. Hello, how can I assist you today? <laughs> what a bug. What a guy. Um, I'm going to ask him if I can call him a name. Can I call you Raven? Certainly, you can call me Raven. How can I help you today, Raven? No, that's not what I meant. I meant, can I call you can I call you Raven? I apologize for the confusion. Yes, you can call me Raven. How can I assist you today, Raven? No. You're Raven. Apologize. Anyway, it's still calling me Raven. Anyways, whatever. Now... What was I going to ask him? Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Fuck you, ChatGPT. If you can't even get my name right, then I don't know what to tell you. Now, and who knows? That might be... I'm going to record that, put it on TikTok. It might be the new TikTok viral sensation. I'll keep you posted. By the way, that TikTok video that I posted is up to 2.3 million views. And that's where it stopped. That's where it froze. What are they talking about? How do you have sober fun? How do you have fun sober? Even when I was smoking weed back in the day, I always thought people who um, were just having fun without any substances were faking it. <laughs> I actually thought that. I genuinely thought that people who were, like, throwing a Frisbee in a park and, like, having fun but they weren't baked or drunk, 
I literally thought, I was like, yeah, they're just faking it. There's no way that can be fun. And that's not entirely true, I'm learning. It's still partially true. Most of you are faking it. Most of you are having zero fun at all. But it can be done. Sober fun. So I'm going to commit to that right now on this podcast. What day is it? June 6th, 1990, no, 2023. And um, I will not drink while I am 37 years old. I'm 36 now. I've got till October. Starting in October, from October 3rd until October 3rd, that's great. You've got my fucking birth date now. Well, fucking hack my bank account. See what you get. <laughs> From October 3rd, 2023 until October 3rd, 2024, this guy will not have a drink. I'm committing to that right now. And I'm going to turn it into a YouTube documentary series that is going to be extremely violent. Man, that's going to be a violent documentary. But... It's going to document my uh, battle, my, my excruciatingly boring battle with booze. And in the process, I'm going to get shredded, shredded, shredded. I'm telling you, I'm going to make Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a pussy. All right. Any, any, any UFC fighter is going to look at me and they're just going to fucking either kill themselves or turn into one of those um you know femboys that I keep looking at now <laughs> now that was a joke Some of this material I'm going to regret someday. This, some of this material has to come back at me. I don't know why that femboy comment made me cringe more than last week when I um, told three old men that I was going to kill them repeatedly. Like eight times I told these three sweet old men probably who didn't wave back to me. I told them I would kill them. I think I said one, I'm going to shoot them in the throat so they had time to think about um, the importance of waving to a man on a lawnmower. That's all well and good. That I won't regret, but that femboy comment that I just made, that's going to bother me. That's a problem because it was just pride parade, all right? It was just pride. I should be proud of those things. Now... What else are we going to talk about? It is so goddamn hot in here. I don't even have the energy to keep grinding my crotch on this mattress. This is ridiculous. I was... I went to a lovely barbecue at Jordan Wellwood's very funny friend of mine, Jordan Wellwood's place, this past weekend, and it was good. 
Had some cold beers. I'm on the vodka seltzers now to combat the weight issue, which I'm also fighting against. This podcast is completely derailed now. What was I talking about? You know what bothers me? First of all, my neighbors are walking around upstairs, which is a little scary. They can hear every goddamn word I'm saying, and they're documenting it, which is weird because I'm also documenting it. I was going to talk about... What scares me about that femboy comment, and this is a problem going back to my Mennonite days, is because that was an actual joke. I haven't listened to that, but at the same time, people are going to listen to this podcast someday, and they're going to think that wasn't an actual joke. And the mere fact that they think that this wasn't an actual joke concerns me. That's how obsessed I am with what other people think. People that I don't even fuck with. People that don't even fuck with me. I'm still concerned about what they think. I saw some guy on TikTok the other day who was talking about Marcus Aurelius and the Stoics. And he's talking about, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to your abilities and everything like that, you usually think that you're superior to other people when it comes to your smart, which I do. At least to a lot of people. I mean, I think I'm an inferior in a lot of ways, but mostly superior. I'm smarter than all you motherfuckers. Are you kidding me? I could do laps around your bullshit. Are you serious? Uh, I'm the shit. I really am. But at the same time, I want you to like me. I value your opinion of what I do. And everything that I do goes through the filter of that in the hopes that you might like me. Even though I don't really respect you anyways. Or your goddamn opinion. Goddamn's opinion. I'm not talking about you, my loyal fucking three listeners. I'm talking about, like, my family, for instance. You know? I have no, uh, other than Seinfeld, my family loves Seinfeld, and they love Dumb and Dumber, which are both staples, they're both great, but for the most part, you know, it's hard to like what they like. Like, sometimes we'll be in the garage, and we'll be sitting there in a family gathering or something, and, um, and I'll just be, you know, I'll say something, something about whatever. I'll just be like, yeah, and then the, the skip delivery guy came and uh, dropped off the chicken, but uh, there were no napkins. So all of a sudden, you know, I had to find a towel, couldn't find one, I ended up using a t-shirt. Something like that. Which is a true story. Which happened this weekend. Um, and I needed that T-shirt, and I wore that T-shirt later that day uh, on a very important date, and um, and it did not go well. She did not like me. She even mentioned one point that for some reason she was hungry like chicken, and I kind of snickered to myself. And she says, "Why are you laughing?" And I said, "Oh, nothing," <laughs> knowing that my shirt was covered in chicken grease, and that's why she was suddenly hungry for chicken. But I never told her that that's what it was, so my laugh was came off as creepy and unsettling. And then she said she had to go, and she started texting someone for a ride. 
And I was like, yeah, sure, where are we going? And she's like, no, I'm going, you're staying. And I said, oh, okay, well, I'll walk you back to your car. And she said, no, that's okay. And I said, no, I'll walk you back to your car. <laughs> and then she started live streaming the whole thing. And then and then we went for a jog, you know, or at least I did. And, um, and it was a whole night. But I would say this offhand chicken comment to my parents, and my dad would just all of a sudden be like, He'd say something completely abstract, completely out of the blue. He'd be like, it's the last can you find. And I'd be like, what? It's the last can you find, right? And I'd be like, what? Sir, I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? And he'd be like, you ever see that commercial? I'm like, no, I didn't see that commercial. And he's like, he's quoting some like, all-state insurance commercial like I'm supposed to know it and so yeah I don't know I don't I don't want him listening or I don't want to cater the podcast to an audience member like that I'm sorry and yet I'm still concerned that if he did listen to the podcast I would want him to like it do you understand the bind that I'm in being a slave to you fuckers Hoping that you like me, and one day enough of you assholes like me to to, to, to to give me a living doing this. And at the same time, knowing that one day I will be standing over a ditch, and you'll be falling in after I give the signal for the machine guns to let loose. Do you understand that? Do you understand the bind I'm in? It's not easy, man. It's not easy. I have to dance like a monkey for you assholes, knowing that I should really be in charge of the nuclear codes. Because I'm the only one who really knows where to strike, when to strike, and, you know, what buttons to push. That's not to say I don't like people. I love you. I love you guys all. I really do. I do. I do love you. But at the same time, just like me, give me your money, and then fuck off. Oh, God. Is that so hard? Jesus Christ. So annoying. Ladies and gentlemen, it is canker worm season here in Winnipeg. And let me tell you, I love these little guys. They are, I like their style. If you're uh, listening, if you're one of my New York listeners, one of my Los Angeles listeners, or um, one of my listeners from Syria, there's a couple there. Um, one of my many Uzbekistani listeners, because man, they love me over there. They really love me in Uzbekistan, um, especially all my murder talk. They love it there. And they don't find it funny. They're they're like they listen to this seriously. They are on board. I think they're making flags with me. It's a whole thing. But in case you don't know what a canker worm is, a canker worm is a little worm, and they hang around in the trees, and um, then they've got a little web, and they tie it to a tree, and they go wee, and they fall 
down. They slowly rappel down, waiting for something to catch them. And usually what's catching them is is me. I'm catching them. And uh, and the thing is, there's it's not just like one worm per tree. Like there's thousands, thousands of them out there. There's at least 30 worms per tree. And they're all just dangling, just waiting for you. And um, at first, you know, you get one of those worms on the cheekbone or crawling down your neck. You go, <laughs> and then you crash the mower into the Safeway. And then the Safeway manager comes out and and he's like, hey, what's going on here? And then, um, and then that's it. But, um, yeah. I kind of like these canker worms. I like what they're doing. At first I was scared, and now I like the little guys. I feel like Worm Man. Like maybe I could be their father someday. Maybe I could be their leader. Help them grow. Help them turn into moths. You know, strong, powerful moths that can fly and can live their potentiality. Turn that potential and actualize it. But while they're still growing up, you plant little seeds, tiny little seeds of hate. And then when they have strong wings to fly, they fly for you. And they uh, fly after whoever you tell them to fly after and i hope that one day i can do that either with worms or with children of my own if i ever have kids look the fuck out i am raising an entire paramilitary organization and uh, it's going to be based on just kind of, I'm going to tell them that we're overthrowing the government, but mainly it's just going to be attacking various fast food restaurants that have wronged me. And let me tell you, that's a long list. My children will have their work cut out for them. All right. Yeah. McDonald's on McLeod Avenue. You're first on the list. And let me tell you, it will be brutal, but it will not be swift. We will take our time with that place, and we are going to get your milkshake machine working. But when we get it working, trust me, we won't be making milkshakes out of it. We're going to be doing something entirely different. Okay? So just pray that I can't have children. Which with this heat, I don't think it'll be a problem. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Oh, man. Every spermatozoa in my sack is being deep fried right now. And I put these new nylon gitch. <laughs> and they're not doing my balls any favors, okay? They're like, oh, it's air ventilated. Oh, look at the pockets on these gitch. Oh, my God, you're going to be cool. And br no, not the case. All right? This is like a saran wrap bag. I feel like a fucking Hot Pocket right now. It's like a fucking pizza pop. God. It's enough already. And you can't just walk outside naked. People don't like that. That's what my landlord said. It's just enough with the heat already. I am tired of sweating. 
tired of it. No, I'm not that tired of it, actually. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's kind of nice. If you just tuned in, if this is the first episode you're listening to, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there are better episodes out there. Also, um, we've got big plans here at the Prairie Dumpster family uh, for the future. All right, we've got massive plans, and I'm not talking about my paramilitary organization. Uh, I'm not talking about um, you know the the inevitable um, you know mass executions. I'm talking about growing this podcast and making it a funnier, b um, funny in the first place, c uh, profitable. All right. This is eventually just going to be a podcast sponsored by Exxon. We eventually are just going to be a pro-oil podcast. Once the EVs and the Teslas really kick up, we are going to be... Man, we're going to talk, how awesome is oil? Don't you love how it burns? You know, what, you, know what, you know what the thing about Teslas are? They're like literally uh, racist, okay? Oil is diverse, Oils all over the world. You have to be rich to have electricity. Okay, oil. Any country can have that. That's the beauty about oil. Cares about people. Tesla, <laughs> electricity, solar powered. Give me a fucking break. That shit is for yuppies. Oil is used by the poor, it's used by the rich. It transcends classes, it transcends races, it transcends gender, it transcends everything. Oil is the real, oil is the real Rambo, okay? That's what this is going to be, and I'm just going to make fucking bank. I'm going to make that BP bank, I'm telling you. Anytime there's a spill, I'll be like, hey, that fucking penguin was overpopulated anyways. It's sucking up our air. Have you heard of climate change? We need all the oxygen we can keep right now. So a few less fucking useless fucking penguins kicking around isn't going to do anything to anybody. Except save maybe a few lives. Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Man, I'm going to make a lot of money. But... Um, we also have plans. I think I'm going to get someone else on this podcast. I'm going to get a sidekick. I've already got a guy in mind. I've already talked to him. And we're going to get some microphones in a proper studio. And um, and I'm going to count on this young man. And it is a man. And he is white. <laughs> we're not that. We're not that crazy around here. <laughs> but um, but he is. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get him, and maybe he can spoon-feed me some topics that I can fucking springboard off of. Because left to my own devices, literally all I'm going to talk about is my sexual fantasies and murder. And and that's just the way I am. And that's just the way you are at the end of the day. Don't act like I'm a freaking psycho. You are also just like that. Any guy really is like that. When they're lying in bed at night... If they're not thinking about their failures and their own shit life, they're thinking about sex and they're thinking about murder. All right? That's all a guy's brain is, really. When you think about it, it's just a series of pornos interrupted by a few John Wick movies. That's all I am. That's all we are. So let's stop acting like we're more than that. 
Now, I am excited about the future of this podcast. This podcast has been 90% talking about the podcast, and I'm talking all episodes combined. But again, who gives a shit? I don't even know what to talk about at this point. Now, let's go back to... I've been watching a lot of uh, Eric the Electric and Matt Stoney videos. Now, Eric the Electric is a young gentleman, and this this guy is uh, this guy's done a lot of stuff. We got Oreos, we got donuts, we got cookie butter, which absolutely looks amazing. I, I got some Nutella. In- Real peanut butter too. That's going to be coming out way later. We got some fritters. Ooh. So to clarify here, this is the challenge where 100 hours. You want me to do that? So here we are. 100,000 calories in 100 hours. 100,000 calories in 100 hours. This is what this guy did. So that's about four days. In four days, this guy ate 100,000 calories. Okay. Now let's say McDonald's recommends that the average adult person needs about 2,000 calories, right? And McDonald's is the health guide that I choose to follow. So 100,000 divided by 2,050. So this young man ate about 50 days worth of food in four days. And Matt Stoney is eating a bunch of shit, and I like watching this shit because, uh, you know... It makes me feel like someday I'll be in shape enough where I can eat a bunch of shit and not have to gain a pound. I can't wait till technology gets off its fucking ass and makes a burger like a Big Mac that's zero calories. Why is that so goddamn hard? Don't we have 3D printers and shit? There's no reason why a Big Mac has to have 530 calories. That should be five calories. And you're like, that's impossible. It's not. You know what's impossible? Flying to the moon. That's impossible. All right? But we did it. So a five-calorie Big Mac uh, should be doable. And I I don't need real food. I mean, it's already not real food. So let's just double down on that. Get your fucking 3D printers out. Print out some fucking chemicals that taste exactly like a Big Mac. Make that shit five calories. I will give you a million dollars. I will give you all my money. All right? Let's just get it done. Because this food's there, and it's delicious, and I want to eat it. But I don't want to be a fat fuck for the rest of my life. And technology is stopping me from achieving this goal. It's annoying. They keep trying to market it and and, and um, market it differently, you know? Like, I don't know. Uh, it's a healthy treat once in a while. Yeah, well, then why is it so addictive? Hmm? Why do I want it seven times a day? You'd make a lot more money if you stopped trying to act like you're healthy. Just double down and be like, yeah, this shit's barely food. I don't even, it's not, this, it, it's probably going to give you cancer. I'm like, how much is it? Five bucks. Okay, how many calories is it? Five. 
and it's a Big Mac? Yeah. Okay, I'll take five. You know? Just give me the goo. Print out the goo. And I will eat it. Just make it healthy and delicious. And not healthy, unhealthy. Make it not fattening and delicious. Make it as unhealthy as you want. I don't care. I had three cigarettes and a coffee for lunch. The fuck do I care? Oh, God. I've stopped playing guitar recently because I've had my windows open. So I don't want people to hear my, um, you know, new wave of grunge coming from my apartment. That's what my neighbors would hear. They just hear some shitty power chords and me going, That's what they would hear. That's what they do here all the time, all winter long. It was just nothing but it was like six months of. gotten a noise complaint yet for this is astounding it really is I should have been kicked out by Sussex Realty they should have knocked on my door and been like hey Tyler sorry but we have to uh, kick you out with no notice and I'm like what why it's like well because you're uh, you're you're singing and your guitar I'm like what it was too loud they're like no it was just so bad it was just so bad that we can't we we, I mean we could, but we don't want to uh, allow you to remain living here. We've made a board decision, and it was unanimous that uh, the riffs suck, uh, your voice sucks, and um, it's just the structure of it is just so bad that um, I don't know what to tell you, bud. But uh, pack your shit and get the fuck out. Leave the guitar. We're gonna burn it. Um, you know, and we have you on tape for any record, so you can go to court all you want, but uh, we will make these songs public if you decide to take it there. And I'm like, no, that's okay, I'll, I'll leave. Anyways, that ping sound that you heard was my good friend Andy Noble saying, what time? Because that's how Andy Noble talks. I don't know if you ever talked to Andy Noble. He's always like, Telvo, I'm Andy Noble. <laughs> And, uh, and he's one of my best buddies. Um, we're going to go play tennis. Tennis is my new sport. I've gone through a couple of sports now. I was golfing heavy a couple of years ago. I still enjoy golf. It's a little too expensive. Hockey during the winter. It's been fun. Um, I got into Russian roulette over COVID. And uh, that was fun a couple of times. Um, but I don't know. Kind of got boring. But now we are on to tennis. Let me tell you, tennis is a fantastic time. 
Good God, is that a fun time. Um, you're hitting the ball around. You hit 10, 15 shitty shots, but then you hit one good one, and it's great. It feels great when you hit a good one. And um, that sounds a lot like golf, except the difference is, is that it's fucking 80 fucking dollars cheaper. So tennis is in. Tennis is in. All right? The whole economy is about to fucking crater and crash. So tennis is in. Golf is out. And that's pretty much the podcast for today. Um, shout out to... Oh, what else? Biosteel. Thirst Quencher. Let me tell you. Especially the Rainbow Twist Mix. That is a flavor that you can get behind. Man, is that a good flavor. It's also got a rainbow on the thing. And like a, uh, a friend listened, uh, like a friend mentioned the other day. I wouldn't say she's a friend. I don't really know her that well. I know him. There's a couple that live in my apartment. Um, really cool people. Every time I see him, good running. Um, but I can't call them friends. Maybe I could call them friends. Although we haven't really hung out. When do you call a person a friend? Huh? Some people throw around that term a little too flippantly. Other people, they withhold that term too much. We're like, we're not friends. I mean, we know each other. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've seen you, we've gotten drunk like 16 times together. How the fuck are we not? What's a friend then? But I don't know when you call a person a friend. But she mentioned that I was carrying that Rainbow Bio Steel Thirst Quenching Energy Drink. Electrolyte beverage, actually. That's what it is. It's not an energy drink. It's an electrolyte beverage. She mentioned that I was carrying it on Pride Parade, thus solidifying my status as an ally now and forever. It's delicious. It comes in a box, which I thought was like, ooh, a box. But then I started drinking from it. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm drinking from a box. This rules. All you bottle slaves out there, slaves to the bottle. Plastic. Plus, I like on the side of it. It's like this. This container is completely recyclable. Everything was made from reusable things. Oh, the juice was harvested from a pampered seal. And it's like, okay, we get it. The juice didn't kill anybody. They keep telling like, this morally. This is good juice. You can drink this good and feel good morally. Don't worry, this juice never hurt anybody. Hey, just drink our beverage. Don't worry, you're not killing any kids. It's like, alright. I'm not trying to be fucking, you know, Mahatma Gandhi. Can I just, can I get the, give me the electrolyte beverage, please? It's crazy. Shout out to the song. What have I been listening to? Let's take a look. I've been listening to a lot of rap. Because secretly, I imagine myself someday um, hosting a live version of this podcast, and I'm already getting my rap playlist going to get the crowd going, so that when they get get in the theater or wherever, they're like, "Whoa, Tyler Penner's about to do a podcast, and these tunes are bumping, man, they are bumping." But I've been listening to a lot of Playboy Carti. Playboy Cart T, and he does a mumble rap, and um, and back in the day, I was like, uh, man, fuck all that mumble rap. They're not even saying real words. <laughs> you 
You want to rap, you got to go with Slim Shady. Now there's a wordsmith. But Playboy Cardi knows who he is. And um, he does that mumble shit. Oh, the Zang's gonna Zang. Oh, they Zang. Oh, that bitch. Take that bitch. On the dick. On the Zans. With the pills. Got that dick. Pipe that bitch. Hip that bitch. Whip that bitch. On the Zans. <laughs> and this is what he does. He does this for a living. But in one of his songs, he mentions, like, He's like, fuck all that mumble shit. All that mumble shit. Bought my mom a crib. All that mumble shit. Bought, got me a mill. And like, he's just talking about how, like, yeah, all this mumble shit. Yeah, it paid for a lot of things in my life that I needed and wanted. So I have no problem with what I do as a craft. I'm sorry that the old heads are uh, offended by what I do. But uh, for me personally, it has paid off well. And I am who I am. And so I'm going to continue to be who I am and continue to do what I do. Because why would I change it for you? You think I give a fuck what you think, old head? You never fucked with me anyway. But there's a lot of people, a ton of young children who do fuck with me. So fuck you. Fuck what you think. Because I'm killing and I respect that, Playboy Cardi. Get after it. And he's one of the most popular rappers now, so I can totally understand why he would be like, you know. And I can see why the old heads would be like, man, these new kids ain't even rhyming. I shouldn't do that voice. But um, I can respect the new kids who are like, hey, this is what it is. Again, I shouldn't do the voice. Moving on. Last but not least big shout out to big shout out to I don't know I got nobody shout out nobody stuck out this week I don't need any of you I don't care about any of you. I always have to shout out a person. I should shout out a thing, you know? That's what I should do. I should start shouting out objects. I always think I have to shout out one of my friends. I've shouted out pretty much all of my boys. I've shouted out pretty much all of whatever. I will say shout out to Rumors Comedy Club. Shout out to Tyler Schultz, the manager of Rumors Comedy Club. And shout out to the staff that work at Rumors Comedy Club. And especially, uh, uh, you know, low-key heroes. The Nacho Guy Jay. The Cook Norm. The Dishwasher Tom. The, the other dishwasher, uh, Brandon. I think it's Brandon. I always screw that up because I it's not that I don't know his name, but every time I see him, I'm like, oh, hey, dude. Hey, dude. And then I forget. So fucking sue me. And major shout out to Austin, the bartender. Fantastic bartender. Feeds me them drinks. Makes his own special cocktail arrangements. They're always banging. 
shout out to Brett. And of course, all the lovely servers and wait staff. They are good, and I love that place. At least I think I do, because every time I go there, I'm getting fucking loaded, man, for sure. I'm having fucking crushing a few tonight, for sure. Fucking kidding me, bro? Fucking going in tonight. It's Friday fucking night. Going in for sure. So we'll see if I enjoy that place sober. That place might be a dump. I don't know. I do know. It's a fantastic place. It's going to be a good time. Sober or not. 37 years old. That's the year that I go sober. And it'd be interesting to see if my life actually falls off the rails at that point. That'll be cool, eh? That would be cool. Like, imagine if you went sober, like, you finally got rid of booze and your life got, like, significantly worse. That has to, that has had to have happened to someone. Like, not every single person's life got better being sober. Maybe someone just really, really fucked it up as soon as they turned sober. Like, they kind of had it together when they were drunk. They had some charisma, you know what I mean? Some drunken master techniques. And then they went sober and just everything went to shit. Like they fucked everything up. Because their just incompetence was just, it had no mask anymore. You know, now it was just on them. They always thought that, oh man, as soon as I quit drinking, all this other shit would clean up. And then they quit drinking and then they realized it wasn't the booze's fault at all. It was them. They were just that incompetent. They were just that bad. They just sucked that. They sucked that much. And then they try to get back on the booze, but now it's even sadder because they know that the booze, they know who they really are with or without the booze. And now, now they know they're covering it up. Now there's nothing to fall back on to. There's no reason to get sober anymore. That's a scary thought. But we gotta try it. And we're gonna try it in a couple of months. Until then, let the party go on. My name is Tyler Penn, and this has been the Prairie Dumpster Podcast, episode 19. This is episode 19. Wow. Wow, this is an important episode for me um, because of the number 19. And I don't know what I'll call it, but it'll be something important to me. And um, and I hope this was an important episode to you. I think we learned a lot. I think we learned a lot. I've been rambling for a, uh, an hour and eight minutes. I have no idea what I said again. And I won't be listening to it anytime soon, but I hope you do. And I hope while you listen to it, I hope while you've been listening to this episode that you've that you felt loved. Because I love you. You know that? Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter if you're, um, you know, going out for a jog, if you're doing the dishes, if you're sitting by the computer, if you're just zoning out. 
in a chair or if you're in a car right now driving somewhere or if you are um, on a tank and, and you're just you're on the 50 cal on the tank and for no reason you're just just firing rounds into civilians houses it, just because you're bored it doesn't matter you're a human being god damn it and I love you alright I love you and I hope that you um, tell everybody to just fuck off Fuck them all. Fuck everybody. It's just you in your head. You know that, right? You're the only one in there. No one knows who you really are. No one knows what's going on in your brain. No one knows that. And I'm talking about your family, your close family, your life partner. They don't really know. They only know what you showed them. And what you show, you, you can't show them everything. Like, you can't. It's just you. Which is good. That's a good thing. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Do your thing, because you're the shit. And only you know it. And I know it. Alright? We know. We're in the know. So let's fucking go. Quit fucking around. Get to it. I'll see you in hell.